You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Hello, and welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. My name is Luke Pollock, and I am your host. I'm really excited to have you here with me today. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, Steve and Vicky are on vacation, who are usually with me. Uh, and I felt instead of doing just a sermon or a previous episode to share with you guys a little bit of my story and my journey of uh, responding to this Uncommon Truth message that we talk so much about uh, and how it has changed me and changed my life and flown through me to um, impact others. So hopefully uh, that will be an encouragement to you and bless you guys. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to share. So it was in way back now in uh, 2010 when I first uh, visited uh, the Father's House Church here in Oroville. I had been uh, a believer for a, for a few years at that point. I had uh, not really grown up with any Christian background, um, kind of new stuff about church that I'd learned in school and maybe gone to some uh, services here and there over the years, christenings, Easter, Christmas, that kind of stuff, but no real understanding of, of Christianity or who Jesus was or what he did or why he had to die or any of those kind of things. Um, but I'd, as I said, I'd recently... Uh, within a few years, given my life to the Lord through a long story where I ended up at this uh, Christian uh, youth camp festival thing, and all of a sudden he became real to me, and I didn't understand and still had a lot of questions, but I knew that in that moment he was real, and because he was real, I knew I had to do something about it, so I I started to um, seek him and follow him, and slowly really surrendered my whole life to him, uh, fell in love with him and discovered how much he, he loved and cared about me. And that journey uh, led me to uh, want to know more and want to serve him and give my life. And prior to that, I'd been on this road of wanting to um, pursue education and pursue a career and be successful and all of that kind of stuff. But I found myself coming to this place where I was saying to the Lord, you know, I'm, I want to give you everything and fast forward a little bit of time. And, uh, I had this summer, uh, in between, uh, school and university starting. And, uh, I wanted to do something for the Lord, take, take some time out to just, um, get to know him. Uh, so I, I, I took a year, I, I did an internship with a, a church in, in the UK where I'm from, and at the end of that I, I wanted to do something with that summer, so I um, heard about the Father's House. I had friends uh, from different ministry schools that had come out here and done a, a mission trip, and uh, I got in touch with uh, people here and moved out for six weeks one summer in 2010, and my life really took a an interesting turn that I didn't see coming. You know, I I uh, really wanted just to 
go and serve Jesus and love Jesus and love some people and make a difference. But what I found was um, <laughs> so much more than that. I I found healing for my own heart. I found uh, the truth in, in the words of Jesus on a deeper level. And I found a, a place where um, people were coming together for a purpose to um, serve the Lord. And in that, I really found myself as I as I gave it away to the people around me. And I'm going to go into more of what I found and more of how this message has changed me. But um, it was an adventure. And before I really go any further, I would be remiss uh, not to say that you know, we are always open at the Father's house to people coming out to, to visit us, whether it's for a shorter trip or whether it's to come to our School of Transformation uh, or even our School of Transformation Light that we have now, which is an online uh, over Zoom school that you could do. There's lots of options, and we really love uh, people to come and just see who we are and what we do. Um, I, as I'm, you know, in the middle of my story, that was the step that I took, and it, it really changed my life, and I'd uh, love for you to um, do the same if you're looking for an encounter with the Lord that will change you. So, um, I am 19, um, I am getting on a plane to fly, uh, to the west coast of the USA from England, uh, I, first time I'd flown by myself, and didn't really know anybody, didn't really know where I was going, but I got on this plane and, you know, 18 hours later with layovers and stuff, ended up late at night uh, in California. Then some people I don't know pick me up from the airport and start <laughs> driving me to Orville and telling me a bunch of stories, telling me a bunch of stuff, and they're really excited. I'm jet-lagged and tired and asking myself what have I got myself in for. I pull up uh, to... We pull up to... Uh, into Orville and to South Orville where the church is based and I discover that uh, I am staying uh, in with the people in one of the recovery houses which is what I wanted to do but at the same time when I was tired jet lagged and whatever I was kind of overwhelmed by that and I really was asking the Lord what have I got myself into here and anyway I you know go to bed wake up the next day and I start this journey of um, meeting people here, uh, serving in outreaches or in our garden or in uh, with the recovery ministry or all sorts of things, going to some classes, just really um, experiencing this message. And it, as I said before, it, it really began to change me, uh, this sort of naive, excited young man that wanted to go do something cool one time I really found more than he could have bargained for and the Lord knew what he was doing and I didn't but I said yes um so see for six weeks over that time I, I really got to know uh Stephen Vicky I got to know uh other people and the message and my heart really just began to fall in love and uh, with Jesus and with with these people and with this mission in a whole different way um, 
And although we didn't have this phrase at the time, the uncommon truth, but I, I started to recognize that there was something different. There was something uh, special about this place and the, the message and what we're doing. And I'm going to share now a little bit of what those things were that stood out to me. So the first thing that really revolutionized my faith and my journey with Jesus was um as you've heard we're actually doing this as a as a season uh right now in the uncommon truth is looking at the red letters looking at the the words of jesus and it's not that i never read the gospels i never read the words of jesus but i had never uh taken the challenge that you know vicky says in most episodes to uh read matthew mark luke and john um through like a book and read it again and really let just his words wash through my mind wash through my thinking i'd always i the first time i read through the bible i I started in genesis because i like to read books and you you know you start at page one and you go to the end so i started in genesis and i'd read through and i recognize how that had maybe confused me a little bit because i you know the first thing you, you learn is tend to be tends to be what you carry so i had read Genesis and David and Proverbs and all those things, teachings in the Old Testament. And then I got to New Covenant and where Jesus started to change things, I wanted to kind of like somehow fit it all together or leave some stuff out because they, you know, they don't go together. Um, So it led to me be confused and I kind of just put some stuff to one side because how does it make sense? Um, But I that idea of reading the red letters, letting the words of Jesus wash me, change me, heal me, transform my thinking, challenge my thinking, even offend my thinking, uh, really was good. I, I remember one of the first, um, sermons that I remember Steve speaking, uh, while I was here was actually on, uh, John, uh, 14 that we did a episode on, uh, recently ish and, uh, the, the, the verses, you know, if, if you, if you love me, you'll obey me. You want to know the one who loves me? It's the one who obeys me. And this whole idea of obedience, uh, really like just graded against my idea of God as this loving father that forgave everything that, you know, just loved me and didn't really want much of me all of a sudden, I had to obey him and follow him and do what he asked and listen to his words. And it, it really like challenged something in me. Um, and that was, I remember being like, wait, what is this? And <laughs> Steve had said something to me that stuck with me, which was just like, you know, the, the words might be hard, but look at the, the fruit of um, what you see around you and determine whether it's good. And I, I started to look at, people's lives that were changing so I had to look at um the impact that the church was making in the community I started to look at um what was even happening in me and started to recognize that although these words of Jesus um and the message was was hard to hear almost hard to swallow at times it was bearing good fruit and I had to decide am I gonna say yes to this or am I gonna just be offended and walk away. And the more I took that challenge to say yes and yes again and yes through gritted teeth sometimes, I saw 
Jesus' words begin to come alive and change me from, you know, if you love me, you'll obey me to, um, you have to forgive if you want to be forgiven to, um, you know, laying your life down, uh, to, uh, the sheep and the goats to, um, all of these, these messages, all these parables, all these stories, these words of Jesus that, that speak to us and, and call us to a higher level of surrender, a higher level of obedience, a higher level of, um, just giving all for the sake of the gospel. Yet this reward of intimacy and love and provision and becoming a, a son to a father and becoming uh, forgiven and set free, it's just this beautiful thing. And I, as I let his words, his ways wash through me, I became completely different. And for those of you listening, if you haven't taken the Uncommon Truth Challenge to read through uh the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, only just take a season and just read Jesus um, at least one time, two times through, and just let that wash you. Uh, you're missing out. It really will. You know, if you call yourself a Christian, if you identify with that, then we really need to let his words, what he said, um, change us and heal us and deliver us. Let him be the standard for our belief. So, the first thing was the words of Jesus. That that is the foundation of what changed me. Second thing uh, that I encountered that was different um, was I discovered this community here that is committed to a purpose. I was part of church communities. I was part of groups. I was part of things. And um, there was unity. There was um, purpose. But... What I found that was was different here, which I really believe stemmed and flows from um, the first point being the words of Jesus, was there was it was a group completely sold out to this mission of advancing the gospel, laying down their lives, giving everything, going the extra mile, having you know <laughs> no limit on what the Lord could ask, and doing that for the gospel doing that for one another it really moved me and inspired me to want to be a part of that community that family that was giving everything to see the kingdom of god manifest on the earth and then change people around them that looks like food banks and gardens and outreaches and it looks like um listening to people's stories and loving them it looks like uh you know counseling rooms and and picking up trash and giving away food and meals it looked like all sorts of practical things it also looked like you know just loving each other preferring one another doing the dishes for one another, all those little things of just being a community that loved one another and loved the Lord and, and loved the least, last, and the lost really moved me to say, I, I want that. And I I, I believe this is continues to be over the last decade or so that I've been around the Father's house. It continues to be a community that, that is committed to a purpose. Um, and... I believe that there are other communities committed to purposes out there. Um, but if that isn't what you find yourself surrounded in, again, I would just 
encourage you that there's a there's an opportunity to come and and see this community come and experience this and come and uh be be a part of a body that's committed to training itself that's committed to exercising and working itself and giving its energy to uh the gospel and to love so that was the second thing that i found the third thing um is that I had, I think I said this at the start, you know, I was, I was 19, I'd taken a year out, I was plan, you know, I had my plan for my life, I, I was going to go to university, I was going to study, and I was going to uh, get a job, I was going to be successful, I was going to, you know, own a home and do that, do this, do that, you know, all, all the things that um, we dream of for ourselves. I, I had a, you know, I had a mission, I had a plan, I had a purpose. And although I loved the Lord and although I planned to, you know, be part of a church and, and do things, I, I hadn't really stopped too much to ask him um, what a life fully surrendered to him would look like. I kind of was just expecting him to bless my plan i suppose i look back at it uh you know that my desires would be his desires and it would kind of just all work together and work itself out and it would be good um but that wasn't uh his way he he wanted me to surrender all and give my life into his hands and through that he was gonna move and change and heal and restore and what I really discovered, my, my, my third point was that I, as I gave my life away, which is one of the messages and the, the phrases you'll, we say a lot around here is giving our lives away, as I gave my life away, so I gave my time, my energy, my resources, as I laid down what I maybe wanted for myself, I really found life. You know, Jesus says, what good does it profit the man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? And it, it was really in this idea, as I, as I gave the world away, I, I found life. I found purpose, I found vision, I found hope, I found healing, I found that I really could be um, significant, not in my own right through my own success, but significant in that I was part of a body, I was part of a family, I was part of the the purpose and the story of God. And it didn't really matter as much anymore about what I wanted or what I needed, what I was looking for. I I found this abundant life, this joy, this peace, this love, this hope as I gave everything that I was to him. He, as I poured out, he poured in. And he's got so much more to pour in than I had in my own resource to give away. And a flow began to, to, to um, rush through me, whereas he poured in, I poured out, he poured in, I poured out. And the capacity I had to receive and to pour out grew and grew and grew over the years. And it's, I, I often will stop. And if I find myself feeling tired, worn out, frustrated, et cetera, et cetera, to say, am I 
starting to seek the world again instead of seeking first his kingdom. And sometimes when I'm feeling that way, I've got myself back onto my pursuit of the world rather than my pursuit of him. My giving myself away so that the world could know him too. As I remember that, as I come back to laying my life down, joy, peace, hope, all of that stuff begins to come alive and we come back in sync and in unison. So over the years, quickly and then over the years, these things, this the, the, the message of Jesus, the community, the giving my life away, all these things and, and many more began to change me, transform me, heal me. I, I found confidence. I found a voice. I found a message. I found a purpose. I found that I have stuff to give. I have wisdom. I have um, gifts, talents, abilities that I can use to help him to help him uh, be seen in the world. I have gifts, talents, abilities that I can help other people to recognize him. Um, my life has become one of of uh, it's become a life that is a really is a light on a hill to other people. I've been able to counsel, pray for, teach, love people. So many things that oh, Luke at that 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 nineteen year old Luke that arrived that night, saying, "Where am I? What am I doing?" never dreamed that he could be and it came through this thing today i i get to share the message of jesus today i get to love people help them grow help them see him help them heal i have a i have wisdom i have authority i have confidence i have so much stuff that i found as i listened to him received from him and let it change me as i said yes to him i still don't know you know, what the future has in store for me. I still don't have all the answers, but I have a confidence and assurance that as I continue to love him, as I continue to follow him, as I continue to let him be Lord in my life, that I know that it's going to be good because he is good. He's going to manifest his goodness to me and in me. So as you hear this, you know, whether you're local in the church or you're from far away or wherever you are, whatever your circumstances are, I just encourage you to, at the very least, take that challenge of reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John if you haven't yet. Let the words of Jesus influence you. Let it change you. Let it be the, the loudest voice in your ear the most frequent thing that you're hearing and being marinated by. But I'd even challenge you to take another step to to come a little closer and to go a little deeper, to take a risk and and see what the Lord has for you as you um, do something radical like come into a school transformation or doing uh, come into visit or doing something just to... Um, Get yourself out of the boxes that you put yourself in, the boxes that the world has put you in, your own just plan. Lay it down and see what the Lord will do with a yes, with a surrender, with a I'm placing my life in your hands.
I often say to people who are, you know, unsure about what the Lord has for them, unsure where they're going, unsure, you know, is it going to be good? That over the years, he has always followed through. He's always come through for me. He's always led me the right way. He doesn't tell me the end at the beginning. And if he did, I probably would freak out and wouldn't have taken the step in front of me. So sometimes it's, it's step by step. But as I trust him step by step, he comes through for me. He comes, he he loves me. He, he takes me to places I could never have even imagined. He's provided for me in ways that are that are just radical. He's used me to, to reach people in ways I never knew that I could. People have said of me that, you know, they don't think they would have come to know him or they don't even know if they'd be alive if it wasn't for my life influencing them. And I know that the only reason that is anywhere near true is because his life was in me and that was what was reaching them. So... The uncommon truth, this message, this this lifestyle, this the words of Jesus changing us is available to each and every one of us. It's not just Steve and Vicky, it's not just um, myself and my story today. It it's it can be your life. And if you already are walking in it, then guess what? Just like me, where I'm at today, there's an opportunity to go deeper and deeper and deeper each day so that his life can change us and heal us and influence us more and more, so that we can be a brighter light. So today, if you would, I'd just love to pray that we could go deeper with the Lord. Jesus, would you help us to say yes to you? Would you help us to take a step further up and farther into everything that you have for us. Would you help us to seek you first, to listen to your voice, to have your words, your message, be what we live by. Help us to tune out the world. Help us to become people who hear you and follow you, that we become hearers and doers of the word. We would build our house on the rock. And that house would become a lighthouse that would lead many safe to the shore. So my friends listening, would you show them that, that step that you want them to take? And would you convict them and encourage them to, to come after you? Thank you, Lord, for what you've done in my life. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in every life. Amen. If you would like more information about the School of Transformation, you can visit transformationschool.org and uh, know about that. If you'd like to contact us um, about visiting or anything like that, you can um, email us at uncommon podcast at gmail.com um and we would love to share more with you thank you for listening to my story today and next time we'll be back with Stephen biggie have an amazing week bye thank you for listening to the uncommon truth podcast today i hope this episode encouraged you inspired you maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything jesus has for you 
and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate, review, and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.